This is the Patriot Radio News Hour, brought to you by the Patriot Trading Group. For all your gold and silver buying needs, call them at 1-800-951-0592 or log on to allamericangold.com. Broadcast for Tuesday, August the 2nd, 2016. Well, hey, good morning and welcome. It's the Patriot Radio News Hour. Every weekday delivering economics with attitude. What do we do? The physical delivery of gold and silver, legal, lawful, constitutional tender, and it's as easy as giving us a call at one eight hundred nine five one zero five nine two. The lovely Wendy's here. Take your phone call, walk you through your order, answer any questions you may have, or you can go check us out online at allamericangold.com where you can keep your eye on the cost of gold, silver, platinum, any other commodity you want to see out there. Also, receive the news to disturb the comfortable, where we don't tell you what to think, but we certainly give you something to think about. This show is brought to you by the Patriot Trading Group and its CEO and owner. His name's Joe Jaquent. Joe, on a Tuesday, how are you, my friend? Hey, happy. Oh, i got to turn the mic on. you got to turn that mic on, sir. Wow. You're acting like a rookie. Hello. I feel like a rookie some days. Uh, happy Tuesday, everybody. And it, we got record high silver price. I not say record high, not all-time record highs, but the highest silver price of the year is upon us. Uh, gold is within dollars of its highest price of the year as they continue to rally on as all of the things that we keep telling you that you need to get ready for continue to happen uh, just, we had big news pretty much all over the globe today. We had car sale news here in the United States, which has been one of the, the big bright spots that is starting to burn out. Uh, we had major banking issues arising again in Europe. Uh, Japan, they're getting ready. I, I wish I could remember uh, Bill Gross had coined a phrase, and this is probably going back four, five, maybe six months ago, talking about how get ready. This is what these central banks are going to do. This is what these governments are going to do. They're just going to start mailing people checks just because they don't know what else to do. We're going to cover all of that. I've got probably the best better than my own anyway how about that better than my own analysis of social security as far as what's left what's there how long is it going to last what is it going to mean uh we we also had news about obamacare as well one of the i want to say it's the i know it's the top five it may even be a top three provider who was going to expand has now come out and said, yeah, forget about expanding. We may leave altogether uh, the state of Illinois. I don't know how many people are going to be left in Illinois when it's all done. Will, will the last person please turn out the light because it looks like the party's over. Massive tax increases coming for the state of Illinois because, well, 
You know, it's that pension problem that we continue to talk about. So we've just got a hey, great that, show lined up. Illinois, isn't that where the president's from? Barry's from there, isn't he? Uh, Barry's from there, yeah. Yeah, 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 maybe he was part but, of the... But he was smart. He got out of town. He, he was smart. He got out of town. <laughs> I'm not living here. Oh, my goodness. Well, you know, an interesting thing that you just mentioned about Social Security, I have not heard one person. Now, maybe I'm wrong here, but all of these people on platforms, whether it's uh, on the Democratic or Republican side for the last who knows how many months now, nine, ten months as they've been running, Social Security hasn't even been an issue. They don't issue. talk about that. They don't talk about debt. They don't talk about, listen, all it's of It's unrepairable. <laughs> it's unrepairable. <laughs> Well, I wouldn't talk about it either. I mean, really, if you think about it, what are you going to say? It's headed for insolvency? Right, are you going to say that? I'm going to fix something that's (laughs) heading for insolvency? I'm not going to do that. What, I've got to raise taxes? It's really, it's incredible news. And the best part about it is it actually comes from the data provided by the Social Security Administration itself. So it's going to be fascinating. It's, like it's going to be, I, I think, you know, and when you have this much ground to cover, you know, some of these shows, sometimes you have so much stuff that you don't do it justice because you try to rush through it all. I'm going to do my best to do it justice. Uh, we've got a great special today. Very. By the way, I'm going to just say this. The window is closing. We've really had super low premiums in the old gold market that window is now closing yesterday we ran a special on five dollar gold pieces completely sold out matter of fact uh we still got to find about 21 more of them to to get there and we will but there's not a five dollar gold piece in the country today uh we got a great special on ten dollar indians that we're going to run today uh, but that's going to be limited. It's a 50-piece special. Uh, anybody that's looking to do over $50,000 today, call Wendy, because we do have a an opportunity on some $20 gold pieces if you'd like to do that at 800-951-0592. That is our toll-free number. Uh, and like we said, gold's up, what, $1,400, $1,500, $1,300. Sixty-five dollars uh, silver, uh, twenty dollars and seventy cents this morning. Hey, big shout out to Cactus Foothill South Little League team. They're headed to San Bernardino. They won the Arizona State tournament for the twelve-year-olds that play in Williamsport. If they get past San Bernardino, so they got to go to California. Yeah, they got to yeah, go to California. Oh, yeah, and I think the the teams that play in that are Hawaii and Salt Lake City, and it's the West Regionals. And if they get past there, but anyway, big shout out to the kids up here in Cape Creek. They won oh, the state. It's the Cape Creek oh, wow. team. How about that? I was like, who? What? I don't. They know. are called Cactus Foothill South. They're the Cape Creek Little League baseball team. Let's go Cape Creek. Patriot Radio News Hour. We'll be back right after the break. Picture Radio News Hour. Double J in the love. Our toll-free number, 800-951-0592. Barry Sotero talking right now. Talking about, I'm the president and I'm for the TPP. Of course, that is the latest free trade agreement 
And, and it just amazes me. It, it, it upsets me. It angers me. How many more of these things do we have to see that continue to take jobs away from the United States, continues to drain away the wealth of this country? I mean, you just look at the trade data and you see how many, you know, the 500-plus billion dollars a year that leaves this nation all courtesy of free trade. It's time for change. It really is. They just don't get it. They really just don't get it. And, you know, you start thinking about uh, car sales today. The final number isn't quite out yet, but already General Motors, Ford, and Fiat Chrysler uh, who's now essentially, let's face it, let's just call them Fiat. They're a foreign company. Uh, they're not going to build any more cars here in America. Now they're saying they're only going to build uh, SUVs in the United States effective as fast as they can do it. So by this time next year, uh, Fiat Chrysler will build no cars in America. And it's just a matter of time before the SUV goes as well. But declining car sales <laughs> for the month of July... And uh, just another one of those things, you know, that was a big GDP helper uh, going the wrong way uh, this morning. And it looks like, uh, we'll wait for the final number, but uh, General Motors was supposed to uh, post a 2% increase. They had a 2% decrease. Ford Motor did even worse. Uh, They were down 3%. And I think Fiat, it was flat, which they were supposed to be up. Uh, like 4 or 5%. So already not very good news uh, for the automobile industry. Of course, last year was an all-time record high, uh, so let's give credit there. Uh, But car sales starting to slow, and of course, everybody understands they're so expensive. I mean, they're just so expensive, and, and after... You know, after a while, you know what, you, you, you're almost forced now. All these car loans, they're all seven, eight, nine. I, I don't even know if, I don't know if there's a 10-year car loan yet, but I'm sure that's coming. Uh, other news that I want to get to before we get to the two big stories, uh, the first one being, I guess, it's not Godzilla, but helicopter money coming out of Japan this morning, and then Social Security. But before we do that, Deutsche Bank, and Credit Suisse have been dropped from the European blue chip stock index. That's like the the European Dow Jones, right? That's where you you put all your best companies in it. Uh, Apparently, both of them have been dropped from the stock 50 index after after their market capitalization plans uh, didn't meet very well with, uh, I guess, the powers to be. Deutsche Bank shares down 65% in the last 52 weeks. And you're talking about that's a massive hit to the valuation. Credit Suisse right behind them, down 60%. Bank earnings been slammed by the low rates. You know, I did a show... And it was earlier this year, and I just remember because one of my one of my great customers, Todd, he had bought you know, and I ran a special that day. He bought the special, and and he uh, he told me that his wife had been listening with him, and his wife's a non-believer. And I did the show where I told everybody, listen, 
These negative interest rates are going to kill the banks. You're going to start seeing these major banks and these major companies basically go under. And what are we witnessing? The Italian banks, another fire sale again this morning. Uh, just, I, I think we're probably, we're not years away. We're not, you know, five or six months away. We may be 90 days away from a complete failure uh, in the Italian banking system. Uh, Deutsche Bank uh, just been devastated. Now they've been dropped from the stock 50. And, and the realities are pretty simple. If you can't charge interest, you don't make money. Right? And interest rates are negative all over the place, so it only stands to conclude. And I'm going to tell you right now, I think we are going to to really rue the day on Dodd-Frank. You know, that is our, our banking injury. That was our solution to too big to fail. And I've done my best to educate all of you on what that really meant. And what it really meant was, instead of the government bailing out the banks, the depositors are going to be the ones bailing out the banks. Because technically, by banking law, when you deposit that money into the bank, it is not yours. And I love people that want to, oh, that's not true. Yes, it is. That's a fact. When you deposit the money into your bank, that money is no longer yours. That money is now owned by the institution. When you deposit it in there, you give them permission to essentially turn you into an unsecured creditor. That's the law. And matter of fact, it's been the law longer than we've been a country. I mean, banks have been around a long, long time. And those are simply the facts that I actually think the more people understand, the more that they're going to be very apprehensive about keeping money in the bank. You know, one of our friends that we golf with, Matt B. One of you know, the funny thing is, here he is. This is a guy. He golfs with me every single week, and this last week he had just returned from vacation. Right, he went up to Wisconsin. He's a cheesehead. Went up to Wisconsin. A lot of Wisconsin people live here. Why wouldn't they? Have right? you been to Wisconsin? Right. <laughs> have I've you never been? been. Not that One it's not beautiful in the summer, I've but never been to. I mean, it might as well be in Canada. I'm just, I'm just, I mean, just for the cold, it's freezing there. I mean, the, the what do they call it? The lake effect, man. Right. I just understand. There's a reason, man, moved here. Oh, uh, the Smiths moved here. Listen, we have lots of friends from Wisconsin. We do. We have so many. But he asked me. Here we are getting ready to tee off. And he says to me, double, what's this bail-in, bail-out thing all about? He goes, my brother-in-law was rambling on about it. And, and of course, I, you know, through the course of the round, I was giving him an education on, on what it really all meant. And, and the, the realities are the banks are devastated. I mean, when you even looked at the earnings from our banks, all of them, Profits were down 30, 40, 50, 60 percent. And that was U.S. banks. I mean, the bigger banks in Europe, you're talking about profits down 70, 80, 90 percent. I think the biggest one was on 98 percent. 
So just start realizing. And I know some of it, you know what, it's hard, right? Because they don't want to talk about the, the failures that are going on in other places. And these banks, listen, Deutsche Bank, Credit Suisse, they're too big to fail. They're too big to fail. And so now you have all of this happening, and, and we'll talk about more about the, the banking problem probably tomorrow. I just don't have enough time. I've got too many other things that I want to get to, but I do, I didn't, you do need to know that. So now two of the major banks of Europe have been kicked out of essentially the European Dow Jones yesterday, uh, essentially because, let's face it, Right, they want to pretend things are great. So what do you do? How do you pretend things are great? Get the bad guys out and just put in companies that are allegedly doing better. And that's what uh, Europe did. Big news out of the Japanese government. Now this is a little different than the Japanese central bank. Okay, so just like here, we right, we've got the federal government, and then we've got the Federal Reserve. Japan has the same thing. Their central bank, they didn't go farther negative in this last meeting. But they did increase the amount of stocks they are now buying. Right? They're going to buy, I, I forget what the number is, it's a ridiculous number. Something like $30 billion a month in ETFs, uh, uh, the Japanese central bank. They're already the major shareholder uh, for the entire Nikkei. But this morning, the government announced, because they're, they're essentially dead. The Japanese economy is dead. Uh, and all along, this whole time, I've been telling you, we're on that path. They're just in front of us. You know, their debt levels are over 200%, and that's where we're headed. They announced what amounts to 13.5 trillion yen. Why not? Right? 13.5 trillion yen. Which in U.S. dollars, it's, it's a big number. It's $132 billion in more government spending. Now, this is a nation whose debts are already massive, so why not? Part of that is, now, Japan's got a population of 127 million. So when you think about the United States, you know, we got 320 million. So they got about 200 million less people than we do. But they got 127 million. Part of this $13.5 trillion in additional spending by the Japanese, they are simply going to start mailing checks, you know, on top of an, and I don't know, this for a fact, but I believe they probably got a, the same type of program we have here, like food stamps and all that other stuff. EBT. Right, all yeah. that stuff, right? But this is on top of the lowest earning 22 million people in Japan are now just going to get a check just because. So 17% of the population and Japan is now going to receive a free handout check on top of the other free handout checks. And this is exactly another one of the things we're telling you. This is what's coming. They are going to send out checks to keep people from rioting in the streets. You know, when you talk about 
the real wealth of the country. And and there's just been a huge sucking sound from the bottom 90% of America. They're broke. Homer says it all the time. It's just a different level of broke. Whether you make no money, 20000 40000 60000 100000 you are broke. And the entire middle class has been gutted out and devastated. And now I just look, you know what, uh, you know, you, you sit there and you think, well, how, how can I be so far in front of so much of this stuff? And, of course, I'll tell you, I'm always behind. All the, all the things that I think are, are seeing into the future, these guys already thought of. They did. And it just proves it. It's not like uh, the prime minister of Japan went to bed last night and then woke up. I know. I got a great idea. I know how to get GDP going. We're going to mail 17% of the population a check every month. See how that goes. Fake growth, whatever you want to call it, right? Just pile on more to the budget. It doesn't matter because here's how we're going to pay for it. We're going to go so far negative. that people are going to buy this debt and actually pay us for the right to hold it. Now think about that for just a second. It sounds, it's idiotic, right? You're sitting there and you're thinking, I know, and and I get you. Joe, there's no way that I would ever buy a, a, a bond, a U.S. Treasury note, and have to pay for the right to do it. You want to bet? That's how bad it's going to get. It's not even bad yet. Not that bad yet in Europe, in Japan, and other places. But it's going to get there. And yes, people will do that. Why? Because putting their money everywhere else is going to be devastating. Patriot Radio News Hour, halftime. Patriot Radio News Hour, Double J and the Love, our toll-free number, 800 Nine five one zero five nine two. Before we get to Social Security, uh, I'm going to start with the the special for today. We've got fifty ten dollar Indians. That is the female Lady Liberty. The side profile of her face. She's wearing an Indian headdress just I mean in my opinion this is just my personal opinion and, and and most people and I love it with people who's never bought Indians before when they buy them and then they'll send me an email man you're right man these are great looking coins these coins they're spectacular looking in my opinion in my humble opinion the best coins that this country has ever made this is the half ounce coin you know when when Teddy Roosevelt decided that the liberties the 20s the 10s the 5s the two and a half they were ugly according to Teddy those are the ones those are the older ones the 1866 the 1907s they got the side profile of Lady Liberty's face on them and he commissioned a guy named Augustus St. Gaudens they make a new coin, and that, hence we got the St. Gaudens coin. That same de- 
design as you still use today on the silver and the gold eagles. At the same time, they also commissioned a couple of other artists as well to redo the fractional coins. They didn't make $10 saints and $5 saints. Instead, they made $10 Indians and $5 Indians and $2.5 Indians. And, and so that series, the Indian series, that's how that came about. And these ones are the the $10 uh, female version, because the $5 and the $2.5 Indian are the male Indians on, on the front. This one has uh, Lady Liberty. The $10 Indian has Lady Liberty as the, I guess, the head side of the coin. And, and as all of you know, the Liberties and the Indians always, with the only exception being the two and a half, the $5 and $10 Indians are always more expensive. Uh, matter of fact, the $5 Indian really, really more expensive, like 40, 40 plus dollars more expensive. Uh, but today we have the these 50 $10 Indians available, uh, not only at a reduced price, but at a price where it's even cheaper than the $10 Liberty coin of the same, you know, the same half ounce coin, but but cheaper than that. And once again, these are one of the rare anomalies. You, you very rarely are able to buy Indians for less, at least in the $5 and the $10 category. The $5 category I don't know if it'll ever happen again. Uh, the $10 category, this is probably one of those once-every-couple-of-years type deals. Uh, they're $750 for a U.S. $10 Indian. That's the female Lady Liberty $10 coin, $750 at $800. Nine five one zero five nine two. Pick some of those up, put them away, add them to your portfolio. Uh, this market, I'm telling you, this run's just getting started. Uh, we've been talking about Social Security. Uh, the, just yesterday, and a new analysis came out that I was very impressed with. One of the reasons why I've been telling you, you know, the debt here in the U.S., you know, we already know there's a huge jump from just last year to this. You know, you think about the economy. Yes, we know that 2016 is slower than 2015, right? You know, we, we, we you know, we, and just looking at the, their own GDP numbers, that, that's a fair thing to say, right? The economy has been slow, has slowed from last year to this year but i think overall most people are like yeah you know feels about the same not any better not any worse but yet the federal deficit jumped by over 130 billion dollars now the social security trust fund which is nothing more than a filing cabinet somewhere in virginia and maybe it's in Maryland, right? They're kind of right next to each other there with IOUs in it. 
But they like to pretend it has money. And right now, the pretend number is $2.9 trillion. Now, for those of you that don't understand how Social Security works, Social Security came about during the throes of the Great Depression, right? And FDR instituted the plan to where the government, would take a portion of your paycheck and then give it back to people as they got older. Now, of course, they set the retirement age at 65. And back then, most people didn't live to 65. I want to, you know, and I I, I didn't look it up, but I know that uh, life expectancy back then, if it was 65, it wasn't much higher than that. Of course, now life expectancy is, what, almost 80? And they may already be 80, 78, 79, 80, something like that. I think it's mid-80s. So every year, the government would make a small adjustment. Hey, we need to collect a little more. So they'd, they'd raise your withholding by a little bit. Because the government believed, hey, we can do a better job of saving your money than you will. If we leave it up to you, you won't do it. So we're going to do it for you. Of course, then they didn't do it. But then in the early 80s, people started to get a little nervous. And really what it had to do was more about they wanted to hide debt levels. I mean, really, truthfully, if I'm being honest with you, that's what they really wanted to do. You know, Reaganomics was the big thing then. And, of course, Ronald Reagan came with these massive tax cuts. Some for you, mostly for business. And a lot of people, you know what, me included. Ronald Reagan was a great president. However, the financial side of his presidency, I think over history will tell you, not is not so good. We're going to talk about that, how Social Security changed, but more importantly, how many years are really left? That's coming next. So I'll try to go through this quickly. So all through the 40s, 50s, 60s, 70s, and even the early part of the 90s, Social Security only took in what it needed. And every four or five years, they'd add a, you know, a tenth of a percent to the tax withholding. Well, during the, the 1983, and of course started a little earlier that, in the early 80s, they hired Alan Greenspan, and they came up with this great, ta- they cut everybody's taxes. Of course, they also increased the Social Security withholdings, and, and to a number well above, well above what they needed. And the answer was, hey, listen, we're just getting ready for the boomers. You know, because in 30, 35 years, they're going to start retiring. And and when they do that, we'd have to start increasing your taxes, your withholdings a lot every single year for a long period of time. So let's just do it all at once. That was how the logic went. Now, of course, what they didn't tell you is instead of, quote-unquote, saving your money for you, they spent it and just pretended that they were saving it. But that pretend amount 
now sits, like I said earlier, at $2.9 trillion. Okay, that's what's in the IOU filing cabinet. Now, according to the latest number from the Social Security Administration itself, they first started collecting less or uh, collecting less than they paid out in 2010. Since that uh, since 2010, the deficit has grown every single year. And of course that makes sense, right? More and more people are retiring, people aren't making any money, right? Wages aren't going up, more people aren't matter of fact, less people are in the workforce. So it makes sense that that deficit number is rising. It currently sits at 8%. Now, here is the good news. They do give you interest on the pretend money. Uh, that that interest, well, it was only $10 billion last year, so we're about done with that. So even that doesn't, we're not going to gain any benefits there. But here are the latest projections. By 2026, now fiscal year 2016 is getting ready to come to an end. At the last day of September, fiscal year 2016 ends. So essentially they're saying, hey, from 2017 to 2026, that deficit number is going to be 31% a year. Of course, if you go out another, you know, another 20 years, it'll be 44%, but we won't worry about that. According to the Social Security Administration's data, right now, more than 60 million Americans get a check from the Social Security Administration. That's almost, let's just call it about one in five people. And actually, uh, you know, one in 4.89 people get a check, and that includes, you know, people old age, right, regular Social Security, survivors, and then, of course, the one that nobody likes to talk about, the disability insurance. That's how you get to the numbers. It represents already 25% of all annual federal spending. And for more than half of these 60 million people, this is their sole source of income. Now think about what I just told you in Japan. Right? These people that are already fully dependent on the government, they now need to start handing out even more money uh, for them. It says that the good news is that they built this $2.9 trillion chest. The bad news is they've already spent it. But here's what they say is going to have to happen, or what's going to happen, not have to happen. This is what's going to happen. Between now and now, according to the Social Security Administration's own data, from 2017 through 2029, they say that the Social Security Administration will have spent the entire trillion dollars. So you you, you do a little math and you're like, okay, that's 12 years. In 12 years, they're going to, now, anytime any of us get paid, 
right? There's that dreaded FICA that gets taken out of your check. Those are going to continue. You take all of that money plus the entire content of the filing cabinet, and in 12 years, it's all going to be gone. Now, by law, now, as Homer pointed out earlier in the show, has anybody even talked? I, I don't even know if anyone's even mentioned the word Social Security in, in the election. They haven't addressed haven't it. Haven't mentioned it at all. Nah, not at all. I haven't heard it. And now they're saying in 12 years, this is how much time we've got, 12 years. Now, I just did some basic math, and I took $2.9 trillion and I divided it by 12. That's going to add, and if it was balanced, and it actually ramps up, so by the, the last five years it gets really, really bad. But you're looking at adding $250 billion to the national debt. The problem is it's even worse because we didn't actually have the money to begin with. So you're looking at hundreds of billions of dollars being added on to the debt just for this program. Here's how they say beginning in 2030, how the calculations will break out. I'm going to give you the breakout of the calculations. 13 years from now, how much money are you going to get from Social Security? Talk about that. 12 years. Not very long. And we're going to see, and this is 2017, it really starts. The the numbers really start changing drastically and, and and every year after that, it's just a huge snowball effect. But let me tell you what happens in 2030. And I've been telling everyone, I still think it's 2025, but that's just me guessing, right? And my guess is that along the way here between 2017 and, and 2025, there's going to be another big recession. You know, I actually, you know, I'll be honest with you, we're in a depression and they just don't admit it. And we've covered it up with funny money. But let's use the Social Security number. Now they're saying 2029. Even though their official report, which they just released like a month ago, still says 2034. The real data says that's not true. Starting in 2030, you'll receive an immediate 29% reduction in your check. The average check in 2016 was $1,341 a month per person, or $1,600 a year. That $1,341 would turn into $951. That $16,000 would be reduced to $11,412. And you think about by that time, there'll be what, 70 million, 80 million people getting Social Security benefits, and you start thinking about growth, you start thinking about GDP, you start thinking about debts, you start thinking about nas- or, uh, negative rates, you start thinking about the banking crisis that's unfolding right before our eyes. It started in 07 and 08. It's not done. We're in this debt spiral uh, that I've been talking about. This is a financial problem. This is a problem that our founding fathers warned about and why they said the money needed to be gold and silver so you couldn't create 
this environment that currently exists today. This is just one program. I didn't talk about Medicaid and Medicare. I didn't talk about prescription drugs. I didn't talk about Obamacare. I didn't talk about defense spending. We're going to have the reality, and it's going to come very, very quickly. And I'm not talking about trillion-dollar deficits. I'm talking about $2 trillion. I'm talking about $3 trillion. Things that are unpayable. This is what's coming. I'm not guessing at it. These are facts. This is simple math. And you can choose to ignore it if you want. But I've been telling you all along, this is what's going to happen. I told you earlier this year, the banking crisis, I told you it was going to happen. It's happening. Right? Japan. Right? They can't grow at all. Now they're just going to hand out checks to people. And listen, that's going to be the plan here. We're going. We're on the same plan. The central banks are all in it together. Rates are going to go negative. Quantitative easing forever. Huge debts forever until it all what? It all implodes. The good news is if you buy gold and silver, you're going to do very, very well. U.S. $10 Indian. I think Wendy told me we have 35 of them left. There's $750. That's less than a $10 Liberty. Heck, that's less than a, you know, you buy two of them, that's less than a $20 Liberty at $750. 800-951-0592. We'll be back tomorrow on a hump day. Everyone take care. Have a great day.